rewind your mind with me for a moment. You know how when you're a kid and you get in trouble for something and that experience kind of gets burned into your memory bank and maybe there's just one part of that experience that kind of sticks out like a tone of voice or a facial expression or a word and that thing becomes kind of like an emotional taser that just zaps you when you hear it the next time. Well, selfish is one of those words. At least it is for a people pleaser. And today I want to do a little flip, a little presto changeo with this word. Maybe pretend it's opposite day or something because I want us to really change our relationship to the word selfish. So hang with me for a bit and let's get into why being selfish isn't actually that bad. It's kind of necessary. All right, see you in a few. Hey, it's Vicki Smith. Welcome to Power to the Pleasers podcast. Want to start doing things on your terms and finally feel confident just being yourself in relationships? Well, you've landed in the right place. Here we break down your people-pleasing and perfectionistic patterns so you can move from being polite and doing it right to showing up, speaking up, and even laughing it up with people. Not sure it's possible? Well, stick around, friend. I'll show you how. Everybody, what's up? I wanted to talk to you today about something that came up and it really it struck a chord and it did um it kind of sparked something in me that I hadn't really thought about in a while and it is around the word selfish. And so I I want to just want to give us permission to be a little bit selfish because I think selfish is actually okay and my experience my relationship with the word selfish is that i cringe i cringe whenever i hear the word and it was used on me as a kid when i wanted something and that something wasn't what the family as a whole was doing and hearing that i was selfish was really shameful to me and it threw me into hiding my wants and my needs it made me take away this belief that if i wanted something that the collective didn't you know my family if i was an outlier in some way then that meant i was in the wrong and i was hurting someone's feelings and being self-centered right and selfish just became bad as in like rude and self-involved and stingy and uncaring and I mean it had the sting of shame to it so I just didn't want to be seen as selfish and I definitely didn't want to be labeled that way and it always kind of came with a punishment as well so I hear this a lot from clients who are people pleasers that when it comes time to set a boundary like that they can't help but say no because they're sick or they're in another state or you know whatever they can't be in two places at once that when it's time to say i'm sorry i can't that those words are not very simple to come out what happens is they end up running through 90 scenarios in their mind about how that message of i can't will land for the recipient and i did that too i mean i still do and my clients share that they're scared of coming across as selfish like that word comes up specifically when it comes to people pleasers and i mean the person that's asking us for something okay they clearly need help but it's not like we people pleasers don't want to help 
though I secretly think if we could get away with it, we would a lot of times say like F off, stop asking me for help, but pleasers, myself included, we have a tendency to believe that if somebody needs something and we can do it, that we should do it. And if we don't do it, then that means we do not care. And living in between all that thinking and all that going through scenarios is the feeling of fear. And that fear is being shamed, being judged as selfish. So if I had a big old soul scripted permission slip for you to relax a little bit and get to know yourself and to know that that would not be seen as selfish, let's just say, okay, let's just say I'm doing that right now. I removed the shame of the phrase, the term, the word selfish for you. And you are now safely allowed to do the following. This is part of your permission slip. Have priorities, preferences, opinions, have stuff that pisses you off, like get irritated at people and not be only super understanding. Have stuff that floats only your boat, like specifically Like, that's what I like. I like it to be just that way. You're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to complain to the wait staff about bringing you something that you didn't order. You're allowed to not let someone over in traffic, to not buy Girl Scout cookies. (laughs) You're allowed to order your own dessert and not share it. You know why? Because it's your fucking life. It is your life. You are the one that has to live out all of these choices. All of these choices then set off this chemical reaction inside of you that no one else knows what it feels like except you. And if you keep telling yourself you're selfish for wanting what you want, then you will end up living another person's life. You will become a mini version of the people around you because you will forfeit your personal expression and experiences and you will not be living your unique life, and you sure as hell will not feel fulfilled. And as a pleaser and a perfectionist, we don't often recognize we have choices. I can't believe this, but in the moment, we don't. It just doesn't register for us. We don't recognize that we have a life outside of the relationships that we're in and the people in those relationships that we end up prioritizing. We're so used to blending in and making shit work that really doesn't work for us, but we don't dare point that out. And why, why are we so used to blending in and making stuff work? Why are we not pointing out that we can't do it? Well, because we're afraid of conflict, afraid of upsetting someone, disappointing someone. I mean, how could we, (laughs) how could we be so selfish to put a bad feeling onto someone else's plate, right? How could we do that? We like, that's not what we're supposed to do. Well, remember the soul scripted permission slip? I am handing it to you right now because we can be selfish and we need to be selfish. We absolutely all have self-interest. We are wired that way. If some bear is running down the road, you know, I might be able to step in front of the person that I'm with right then and try to take the hit, but 
in my self-interest and my self-survival, I'm probably going to run my ass in the opposite direction and just hope that you are going to do that too. But to expect ourselves to be super evolved and this higher being and completely neutral or altruistic, I mean, it's not possible. I mean, even the Dalai Lama has an ice cream flavor preference, for goodness sake. So knowing yourself and what works for you and what doesn't is not selfish. It's just knowing what you like and what you don't like. I don't like tuna fish. If you listened before, you might've heard this, but the tuna fish test is what I always go to. Like I have no doubts in my mind that tuna fish is not something I'm going to ever order or eat. And if someone only has tuna fish to offer me and I say, no, thanks, guess what? That's not being selfish. That's having a preference and that's stating the preference. (laughs) The idea and belief that I adopted and so many of us adopt is that if and when we do actually show up and share an opinion or state a preference that we that we're hurting someone, that somehow we are actually making someone else's life unbearable and uncomfortable and are you really like seriously hurting the person's feelings that offered you tuna fish if you say no thank you maybe it's awkward right maybe there does end up being this whole hullabaloo around it i don't know but the fact is you're not selfish the person just had feelings about your answer of no (laughs) see this is what gets me the label of selfish stops us in our tracks as people pleasers and perfectionists and it makes us go through all of this mental processing and lose ourselves in shame and doubt and if we end up not setting a boundary or taking care of ourselves because we're afraid of being shamed and judged <sighs> what does that mean our life is going to look like right we're going to live somebody else's life we're going to put their preferences as our preferences. So I want to say again, permission slip. We are allowed to know ourselves. We're allowed to decide what is urgent and what isn't. (laughs) We just are. We are allowed to decide what happens for us because we are the ones that have to live through the choice that we just made. And it is actually a human right we are allowed to decide things for ourselves. Other people can label us as selfish. That will be hard to hear. It will be hard to receive. And we are still okay to choose something that fits for us and us alone. When I first got that message that I was selfish, I was a kid. I'm clearly no longer a kid. I understand now that there were a lot of other things happening when I heard don't be selfish. Your mother cooked that food. Now eat it. (laughs) And it was probably tuna fish. I just didn't want it. It did not taste good to me. (laughs) And looking back over just that example, I can understand that the word selfish, that word itself might not have actually fit the situation for which it was used, but somehow it was used and it stuck with me. So I want you to give yourself permission to unhook yourself from the label, from the word, 
Because being different does not equal being selfish. Having limits does not mean you are selfish. Leaving a toxic work environment or an unfulfilling relationship isn't selfish. How many of you pleasers and perfectionists have stayed in relationships because you didn't want to hurt the other person's feelings? You didn't want to be seen as selfish because you were just like, God, just not working out. It's like, no, I should probably give that person a chance and I should probably, uh, and we stayed. Sometimes making these types of decisions, getting out of relationships, being different, saying no, sometimes it's actually self-preservation and it's vital for our health. So unhook yourself, divorce yourself from the word for a while and just play around with it. Just practice and just ask yourself, what is truly selfish and what isn't? By the way, it's all subjective, but I would love for you just to do those inquiries. And it might help you just to get to know yourself a little better. If you ask these questions, what is selfish and what isn't? What have I been told is selfish? And can I see that if I separate that person and their their label, their judgment of me from me, do I agree with them? Do I agree that that is selfish? Maybe not. Because here's the definition of selfish. It's being concerned solely with one's own pleasure. And if you are a people pleaser or a perfectionist, and you're listening to this right now, I can tell you that you are way, way, way on the other side of the mark from being solely concerned with your own pleasure. (laughs) I mean, your natural tendency is to take everyone else's need into consideration and make sure everyone else's pleasure is your priority. So 90% of the stuff that you label as selfish is not selfish. So take the word selfish and make it mean to know yourself but truly truly i want you to get to know yourself because i want you to be able to delineate what somebody else's judgment and opinion is from yours truly take some time to get to know yourself your interests your preferences your desires your dreams your opinions your tastes whatever i want you to get to know yourself So change this relationship you have to the word selfish. All right. Oh, you guys, it is so fun. So fun to break all of this stuff apart and to actually see like these things that I've been living with for so long, they don't fit for me anymore. So enjoy your inquiry time and unhook yourself from that nasty word of selfish. All right. Later, pleasers. Hey, I bet you are avoiding saying no and setting a boundary. I used to too. One of the reasons why is because I wanted people to still think I was nice. I wanted people to know that even though I couldn't do something for them, that that didn't mean that I was selfish and uncaring and yeah, all the bad stuff. Well, I figured out a way to say no nicely. And I put a little something together for you. It's a mini course. It's called How to Say No Nicely. And I walk you through this three-step boundary sandwich formula. 
it will allow you to still keep your sweet demeanor and also start to stealthily set those boundaries. So hit the link in the show notes, get all the details, and I can't wait to hear what it's like for you now that no is an option. All right, peace out, friends. Later. Hey, thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about me and how I work, please go to www.powertothepleasers.com. And if you want to get even more special attention, get on the mailing list. It's not fluff. It's not going to waste your time. It's always intentional and educational. So I'll see you there. Later. Later.